Number 147. Whatever the outcomes in Ukraine the reverberations will be felt by everyone as the world divides between the West and the rapidly reshaping Eurasia. As the United States sanctions the whole world, affected countries are finding alternative markets. Cambridge Dictionary defines sanction as a strong action taken in order to make people obey a law or rule, or a punishment given when they do not obey. When America sanctions Lithuania's cheese trade with Russia, Russia set up its own cheese industry, and therefore it is more self-sufficient. This hurts Lithuania a lot more than it hurts Russia. Sanctions have succeeded in making Russia more self-reliant and they have encouraged more trade with China and other countries. Instead of weakening Russia, the sanctions are integrating the Eurasian core against the West. The East is more self-sufficient than is the West. Russia and Ukraine together produce 25% of all wheat sold in the world. The West has industrialized and it is dependent on Russia for gas, oil, palladium, and other raw materials. The US sanctions are also causing a wedge between European countries and causing havoc in the financial world. So, why support policies that obviously will end in ruin? Because we have two groups that are independent, but sometimes work in tandem with one another, the World Economic Forum, WEF, and the neoconservatives. The World Economic Forum has ushered in the Great Reset which has as a goal to destroy our economy, our freedoms, and our democratic republic. Neoconservatives view America as an empire and define the United States as the indispensable and exceptional country while convincing others to follow their lead. The neocons practice hegemony by dominating the policies of Washington D.C., and seek power and wealth by deception, unfair trade, gunboat diplomacy, and regime change wars, both domestically and internationally. When a president does not cooperate, they seek a change in administration because ideology holds sway over authority. Empires typically wield their hegemony by imposing order on the vanquished. Neocons, however, seek hegemony by disorder, which never ends. Neoconservatives always need new dragons to slay, some sovereign who does not support them, or a leader to dethrone to be replaced by their puppet. One need not look for a strategy here because geopolitics does not drive events, madness and schizophrenia cause events. We are in a war to preserve the nation-state and the enemy are the globalists. Globalists want to centralize control in a world-governing body. The United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has stated in typical Orwellian speak that no one wants a world government, but we must work together to improve world governance while saying that the UN's goal is a one-world government by 2030. Globalists prefer a top-down solution to problems, nationalists prefer decentralization and a bottom-up approach. Globalists share ideas, such as cultural diversity, different gender identities, and gay marriage. Nationalists believe in individualism, where there is freedom of choice within a democratic republic. People still work together collectively under the rule of law, but their interaction is voluntary. Nationalists prefer secure borders, they are not against foreigners, but they demand that immigrants assimilate themselves into the country and respect the rule of law. They wish to protect their nation regarding common birth, race, history, language, customs, and traditions. Truth needs an audience, please forward https colon slash slash kennethalongauthor.com slash to friends. Email ideas and or videos to klong at kennethalongauthor.com. Get new content delivered directly to your inbox. Email address. Subscribe.